Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the role of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. This podcast features mature themes and strong language. Listener discretion is advised. Realm presents Adegaz Media Production, The Dark Tome. Season 2, Episode 9, featuring Bear Language by Barton Cahill. See, Mrs. Pinkham, how she talks? She's still altered. I know. Ask him, Mom! Ask him about the magic book! Cassie, I've already told them all about it, about your unseen worlds. You're talking about drug-induced hallucinations. The problem is, these designer drugs you've been playing with, they affect the brain's chemistry. You! We used to think it was permanent. Lucky for you, they've recently discovered that these changes are reversible. We flew a machine in from Switzerland this morning. State of the art. It works with your brain to undo... No! No! Get me out of here! I don't want to be undone! I can't stay here anymore. I'll walk you to the lobby. Cassie, you should have burned the book. Yeah, that's right. Leave me, Mom! Make me fend for myself! Just like you did with Mark! Just like Tom before him and Greg. Hey, remember him? He was a hell of a charmer. Do you know what he did to me while you were... Bring the nitrous. Oh. Hello? Hi. Do you feel trapped? I feel trapped. Yeah, I do. I don't even think I'm awake. (laughs) That's funny. Glad someone feels that way. How about you? Why are you trapped? There's a bear in our house. What? That's her. I can hear it. It's down there. And that's my daddy. What the hell do you think it's doing? It's obvious if you listen closely. It's snuffling, digging through our trash. The bear's like potato chips? Shh! That's Oliver, my kid brother. I'd like potato chips if I were a bear. Joanna, have you seen my phone? No. I'd like barbecue the best. Who loses a phone when there's an emergency? I like a bear in our damn house. Sorry, Daddy. Maybe salt and vinegar? You can't call the police. Hmm. You can call firefighters. can't call the, the bear catchers. You can call anyone. He's been drinking daddy juice since he came home from work. He left the patio door open. That's how the bear got in. That's why we ran and hid upstairs. Damn it! Ow! Oh! 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 
<laughs> There's my phone! <laughs> now to call... Um, uh, who the hell am I gonna call? Uh, all she'll do is laugh at me. The cops will just make things worse. Now, it's okay. It, just sniff around. In the morning, it'll be gone. Right, Joanna? Yes, Daddy. We don't have to call her. She doesn't have to know. You go to sleep. We'll be okay in the morning. Don't call your mother. But it's not all okay in the morning. The bear's still here. Daddy and Oliver are both asleep. Daddy's bottle of daddy juice is empty. Oliver fell asleep holding his video game. The batteries are dead. <laughs> I really have to use the bathroom, and I don't want to wet the bed. Daddy hates it when I wet the bed on the weekends we're here. He always says, Not my sheet. Don't you dare do it on my sheets, little lady. So I crawl out from under the covers and go to the door. It's dark, and almost quiet. I sneak to the upstairs bathroom. I wash my hands twice. Daddy always says, The kids have nothing but germs in their grubby little mitts. So I wash a third time, just to be safe. Then a fourth. Then I creep back. <laughs> I pause at the top of the stairs. Hello? Sometimes I have bad ideas, but I do them anyway. If the bear won't leave, someone will have to make it leave. <laughs> there it is. A mass of brown fur sitting in Daddy's chair. Hello. I don't hear her say anything out loud, but I know that's what she means. Hi. What's your name, little girl? Joanna. What's your name? My name is... That's bear language for Susan. Oh, hello, Susan. Joanna, you're quite good at bear language for a human. Thanks. I like your house. Uh, Susan? Yes, dear. I have to go upstairs to my daddy. That's fine. I'll be here if you need me. I blink, and I'm back in the bedroom. I don't know how I ran that fast, but I did. Daddy says not to run, but Susan is a bear, so I ran. I won't tell him I ran. It's Daddy's phone. Mom's calling. Hey, everything all right? I didn't hear from you or the kids last night. Anybody there? Uh, hello? Well, just call me back when you can. All right. I don't use Daddy's phone. Last time I did, he yelled until his forehead was red. So I crawl back into bed and pretend to sleep. I think the bear is still here. I don't think she's going anywhere. No. no I don't think it is. She. Hmm? Fine, she. I'm bored, Dad. And jump off a goddamn cliff, Oliver. Another move for your shit. Big surprise. 
What's that? Nothing, Daddy. Hmm. That's what I thought. <clears throat> Leave your daddy alone. Think of a way out of this. We'll try tomorrow. Bear won't stay until tomorrow. <laughs> oh, tonight you're mine completely. When Daddy sings, he wants us to know it will be okay. And I believe him. Even when it's him who made it not okay. But will you love me tomorrow? Why haven't you called me? Well, I know I didn't. I told you to call me as soon as you got there. What, am I a slave? No. Listen, you know the rules. You're supposed to call Don't me. I, I am not to your me slave, like that. Okay? It must be mom. Those are my kids. No, dad, dad. Just, hmm. Can I go back to playing my game? Oh, yeah, 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 of course. Go for it, champ. I'm just talking to your son. Hey, Oliver. Oliver? Quiet. I'm almost at the next level. Oliver! Look what you did. Do you want to hear about her? Her name is Susan. Zoan! Listen to me, Oliver. I can speak with her. Drink around the kids. Well, screw you too! <laughs> Oops. I'll get a new phone. I didn't like that one anyway. You got something to say, mister? No, Daddy. I didn't think so. Daddy is almost out of his second bottle of Daddy Juice, and it's making him itchy. He watches the liquid like he's looking at an ant farm. Almost done. The bruise around Oliver's eye is turning purple. He tried taking the Daddy Juice away. Hey, hey. I'm sorry, champ, huh? It's okay, Daddy. But sorry doesn't make the bruise stop hurting. I go down to see Susan that night, when Daddy's asleep. You want to learn more bear language? Yes. Let's start with hello. There are many different ways. There is saying hello to an old friend. There is meeting a stranger you are excited to meet. There is meeting a stranger you are scared to meet. There is greeting a friend who is no longer a friend. You're warm. In my language, that is. Mm. Soft too. Softer than my bed, even. You can stay with me if you like. 
I know how to survive the winter. Winter. It's coming, isn't it? Is your daddy ready for winter? A daddy should know how to take care of his cubs. The only cold I know about is the cold when he drinks back another bottle of daddy juice. Son of a goddamn metastomach! Bottle is blown like. I gotta pick it up. Daddy, you're hurting yourself. It'll be gone soon. It'll be gone so soon. And then, and then we can go downstairs, and, and it'll be okay. I have to go to the bathroom. Give, give me a hug, sweetie. <laughs> give, give, give me a hug. Daddy really needs one. No, Daddy. I said, give me a damn hug, Joanna! Daddy, you're scaring me. Is everything okay? <gasps> no! Get over here, Joanna, now! I don't want you to hurt me, Daddy. I didn't say I wanted to hurt you. I wanted to hug you, Joanna! I, I, I wanted to hug you. That damn bear is blowing everything! Daddy! Daddy, where are you going? Oliver, come on! No. I need to get us to her. For who? Susan! The bear? She's not like Daddy! Oh, okay. Let's go. <laughs> scrambles backwards, his pants wet, and not from the faucet upstairs. He drops his bat, grabs a bottle of daddy juice, and disappears up the stairs. Now it's just Oliver, me, and Susan. Thank you. You're safe now. On a remote island in Frigid Lake Superior, a fabricated creature birthed from the mind of a disturbed genius stalks the very people who created it. Ancestor by number one New York Times bestselling author Scott Sigler is a classic tale of science gone horribly wrong. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Things are different. Susan brings her cubs over. These are... And bear language for Cece and Cubby. Where is their mama? Their mama is taking care of her own mama. So I am their mama until she comes back. Do they have a papa? Not right now. We go outside. We play. It feels so good to be outside again. We try not to look to the upstairs window to see if the monster that took over Daddy is looking down at us. Can you speak bear language? No. I'll teach him. Do you want to learn? It's okay. It doesn't bother me. Hey, let me show you my favorite spot in the woods. Okay. 
<laughs> come on. Keep up. Come on. <laughs> Just over this way. Come on. Oliver's bruise is nearly gone now, but every time we hear the monster, he touches it, as if to remind himself. He will not forget. What troubles you, Joanna? I'm worried about my daddy. I think we need to help him. He's sick. He's lucky to have such a caring cub, but I don't think there's much we can do for him. A beast such as him is better left to be. I have to help Daddy. Susan can't, Oliver won't, so I put together a plate for him. Half a banana, some canned pineapple, cold chicken, <laughs> smells weird. It tastes okay. A chocolate cookie, half a water bottle. I go to him after dark, hoping he's asleep. But he's not asleep. Daddy? Go away. I don't want your help. I don't care. You need it. <laughs> you sound just like your mother. Daddy, you need to come downstairs. Susan says she'll help you, and when Mommy gets home... Your mother isn't coming home. All that crap about her mother in Arizona? Huh. It's lies. Every last bit. It's just her excuse to get away from me. Finally get away from all of us. You're lying. You're just a big liar. Oh, yeah, sure I am. I'm just a big old liar. She doesn't want us. She doesn't want anything to do with us. Especially you and your whining and your stupid brother who doesn't do as he's told. She's gone. And she's not coming back. So that's the truth. And what are you going to do about it? You're gonna cry? <laughs> oh, crap, 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 crap. Oh, oh, no. Oh, oh no. Food. You need lots of food. We need to go out and get more. Daddy has nearly $200 here. That'll last us, right? If we're smart. No candy. That's our lift. We have to go, Susan. I'll see you soon. Come back with lots of groceries. We'll call Mommy once we get a new cell phone. We'll tell her the truth. Maybe she'll know how to help Daddy. Maybe. Go on now. Come on, Oliver. Okay, right behind you. Come on. Oh. But you're 
seatbelt on. Hey, um, you, you got some kind of animal living with you? Something like that. I get one last look at Daddy. Somehow I know he'll be gone tonight. His footsteps vanishing into the forest. I know he'll come back, under the light of the moon. With sharp nails and a black beard and wild howling. Trying to come back for his cubs. Who he loved, but didn't know how to love. I know he'll live as beasts live. And it hurts my heart to know that. Hey, hey, is everything okay? It's not okay. But we'll survive the winter somehow. She's waking up! Game time! Put down the scalpel. I'm still with you two? Oh my god! Well, what? Be quiet, Cassie, or I'll take back what I told her about the scalpel. Let me out of here! I don't want any part of your procedure! Procedure's not the right word. Hmm. No, it's more of a summoning. Followed by a blood sacrifice. Mm-hmm. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> no. The mother is gone, right? Mr. Carter escorted her to the lobby. (laughs) Mr. Carter. You know how we got him to betray you, Cassie? That was too easy. We told him we could help him forget. We told him when the dark tome is gone, all his memories will go with him. More likely, we'll garrote him just for the of it. <laughs> if you have the dark tome already, why don't you let me go? You know the answer to that. We need you as a sort of bridge. Your brain is like a tree that set up root in the dark tome. We have some friends we'd like to bring over from another plane, and they're going to need to follow those roots on their way over. I won't! (laughs) Who said we needed your permission? Do you think any sacrifice wanted their throats slit? I'll hurt you! Hurt us? (laughs) Hurt us? Oh, try. I beg you. I close my eyes. Seek my inner voice. (laughs) Finding it hard to concentrate? What did you do? Those roots that tie you and the tome together. I put a knot in them. (laughs) You'll be grateful that you serve as an appetizer for the return of the greatest creatures the multiverse has ever known. Your sad little human essence will feed the vast and great aeons far more meaningful than living out your days as a sad little human. Now, let's get started. Nurse? Yes, doctor? Bring me the book! (laughs) I can feel my connection with the tome, despite my state. The tome doesn't want to be here. It wants to be sideways. (laughs) I can sense him. The old man. He went straight to our masters. 
now to pull those tree roots together. Veniunt demones, visitimus ratio magni domini something. How about you, honey? Whoa, yeah. I'm feeling it and it feels real good. <laughs> Think it'll get big enough? Big enough for us to just pop on through? Oh, I sure hope so. How about you, my old friend? Ready to watch me gobble up your apprentice? No. Oh, I get to taste her first. It's only fitting. No, please! Please don't! don't. Wait. Did you hear that? It sounded like... L let's see if he'll say it again. Uh, what did you say, Gussie? P please! Please, please, what? What are you going to beg for? Please, take me. Take me, not her, not her. She's just a girl. <laughs> <laughs> you? You, Gussie, you're nothing but an old bird. I'll break my teeth on you. You don't go for the, the old goat when there's a yearling in your sight. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been that hungry in a long time. <laughs> well then, looks like it's game time. That is a doorway that is wide open. <laughs> <laughs> Just the way I like them. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet terrestrial plane. Gassy! I'm sorry, I couldn't stop him. You sure couldn't, you old goat. <laughs> Great masters, you have finally come. Now we can conquer the world. We have traveled this earth for centuries in search of the book. We have had to kill so many. So, so many. You remember the Spanish flu? That was us. As well as the Crusades, the Great Dying, Ebola, oh, all inspired. us. <laughs> and now we can devour all of creation with our combined power. Combined? As in, with us? Yes! We have worked so, so hard, great masters. <laughs> oh, it's great, Parabellum. Our Lord. We beseech thee. You know nothing of our nature. Let's eat. <laughs> Was a hell of an appetizer. <laughs> now, onto the main entree. You won't take me. The book won't let you. What do you know about the book? Hmm? Do you know who gave it to humans? We did. 
in exchange for tribute. <laughs> and now it's time for us to get our due. I won't. It's not up to you. The book is a parasite. All it's ever wanted was to bring us to you. That's not true. I can feel it. Even now, the book is telling me to get it away from you. You're like every teenage girl. You think you know so much. Cassie! Kim! Oh! <laughs> More for the me! <laughs> Work her up, little friend. Get those emotions pumping. Kim, get out of here! No, I'm here to help. You left something in Mr. Carter's office. Please, run! Not when my girl is in trouble. So romantic, teenage love. So full of delicious folly. Mr. Gussie! Yeah. Catch! Time stands still. Then, a glint of light as something flies from Kim's fingers into Gussie's hands. <clears throat> my lighter. Time for me to do something I should have done years ago. Gussie. What are you doing with that? Got me some unfinished business. You'll never see Olivia again. I should have learned long before. What's gone is gone. Oh! You're going to die too! You kill the book and it takes its hosts with it! I'm an old codger. Plenty of time oh! for me to be gone. Then say goodbye to your little apprentice. <sighs> die! Ah! Ah! Go, Cassie! Now, use your power! What power? In your mind, Cassie! But crying out loud, tell us a story! I close my eyes, and the world goes dark. Rather than pain, I see, in the darkness, the dark tome lying there, the cover closed. I reach out with my mind. The doctor's knot unravels in my hands. My invisible fingers touch the cover, flip it open, and the world flips over into itself. Where are we? Really far away. What's that? Monsters. What happened to, to everyone? They're far away. Across time and space. I don't know how many dimensions. You did that? With your magic book? With my mind. So, how do we get back? Uh, I don't know. So we, we're, we're together, Kim. Yeah, I guess we are. That's pretty sweet. All things considered. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Got a magic spell for those guys? <laughs> Actually, I sort of do. Yeah? I've always wanted to fly on a giant dragonfly. Have you? <laughs> Why not? It sure beats my Honda Civic. Hook magnum anis terra! That's magic or the best drugs the world has ever known? <laughs> Just magic. Cassie? Yeah? Your magic book. The Dark Tome? Yeah? It's missing. Yeah. Burns, most likely. So what next? Can you bring us back to our world? Maybe. When things clear up. But we got some exploring to do around here first. <laughs> <laughs> 
There's our ride. <laughs> Care to join me? Do I ever? <laughs> Here, grab my hand. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> where to, Cassie? What? I said, where are we going? Anywhere we wish. <laughs> Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. You've been listening to The Dark Tome, a Degas Media production presented by Realm, produced by Fred Greenhalge and William DeFries. Full cast and crew credits, behind-the-scenes photos, and transcripts at thedarktome.com. That's thedarktome.com.